So today we've got David Jenkinson, he's the head of audiovisual and production, and we've also got Alex Hill, he's a stage technician. Let's get into this episode right now. Welcome back to Whitgift Conversations, the podcast where we talk to staff and pupils about topics that are relevant to you. Come with us as we get into this episode right now. David, Alex, good to talk to you today. How are you both doing? Oh yeah, yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Excellent. Good to talk to you both. Uh, we're recording this on a, on a Wednesday. I'm dying to know what a typical Wednesday in school looks like for you. David, what does your typical Wednesday look like? Uh, well, part of the reason we enjoy the job so much is we don't really have a, a typical day as such, to be honest. Um, every Wednesday we have the backstage club at lunchtime, which we'll, we can we can talk about in a bit. But um, yeah, it totally depends on whether we've got a production coming up or at the moment we're actually in an exam period. So we're doing more sort of admin, uh, video editing, that kind of, kind of thing, filming teachers for, for options evening. It can it can be the, the mundane sort of day-to-day stuff as well, just assemblies and um, uh, AV setups and stuff. Um, it, it's really, uh, every day is very different. So a lot of variety that goes on. What would you say is your busiest time of year then? Oh, the end of every term, I'd say. Uh, when Typically in schools, everything comes at once. So we have productions, concerts, prize givings. Uh, graduation ball and they, they all seem to come in the last couple of weeks of, yeah. of terms um, so it's very much building up to the end of every term the, the summer term in particular is particularly busy for us it's a culmination of basically everything uh, over the over the year just sort of happening at once um, and there's we, we have the sixth form leavers ball uh, graduation um, normally a major production at least one concert in that term as well yeah. um, followed with the whole school prize giving uh, just makes it this is all condensed into normally like a two-week period as well. Plus, Gosh. teachers naturally expect the same level of the classroom audiovisual support as well. So we try and keep on top of that as well. Well, a, a packed diary in that case, it, it sounds like there there is a lot going on, probably, I imagine, throughout the whole year. David, tell me a bit about being head of audiovisual and production. What, what does that actually mean then? So so when I first started here, a long time ago, back in 2010, I, I, started, I joined as an audiovisual engineer Um which was supporting productions and concerts alongside my my manager Peter Crook, and that, yeah, that, that's kind of grown into to this role now, where um we basically plan productions uh, all the way from set design to lighting and sound design uh, to the construction, um, and we film the productions. Yeah, we've, we've got a, a great team. There's three of us, and it, yeah, it's it's basically event support and audiovisual support, uh, filming, editing, that kind of thing, marketing materials. So yeah, okay. all sorts, very varied. And Alex, as as a stage technician, what happens there then? Basically, my role is is similar to David's. Uh, it sort of encompasses uh, audio visual support. Uh, we do uh, all the school's classroom audio visual installations as well as part of an ongoing refurbishment program uh, that's been happening over the past five, six, seven years. We manage all the school's digital signage, so we have all these uh, large format displays or basically what look like TVs around the school, uh, advertising clubs, societies. Um, events uh, we manage all of that uh, installations of those uh, my job also encompasses uh, quite a lot of photography the day-to-day stuff um, less less um, with the productions just because of I have a, a sort of very involved role with those often mm. Um, mm. but yeah uh, in terms of yeah day-to-day photography needs uh, for the school a lot of videography a lot of video editing performance venue maintenance and all aspects of like technical theatre and seeing it construction for school um, school shows and productions. So, Dave, tell me about the largest production you've 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 been involved in then at school in your time since you joined in 2010. I think you said it was. Yeah, it's difficult 
it depends what you mean by largest. Um, so certainly, some have had some some very large scale sets. Uh, so ones that spring to mind usually Nonyagin, Hamlet was the, the whole of the big school floor. Uh, floor space was used for that. Yeah. So 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 some of the the larger productions are, are more complex in terms of, of lighting larger areas, large sets. So um, usually Nonyagin had multiple sets uh, for different different scenes which had uh, we're very limited on backstage space in in all of our venues so we have to be quite creative in terms of of where things can go on or off uh, we don't have any sort of flying flying heights or anything like that but we've also had some really big te- technical challenges recently uh one that springs to mind would be Nosbout nightingales which is involves several thousand sort of liters of, of sludge sort of tv kind of slime that's used on <laughs> on quiz quiz shows um <laughs> that that was a huge challenge just containing it uh, it, it got everywhere, uh, so we were still cleaning it off lights and cables, drapes. Um, so that that was that was a big technical challenge uh, after two years as well. After two years, still, yeah. So so not necessarily, yeah. That that was that was one of our biggest technical challenges I think we've had. But we we don't like to to say no to things. If something sounds exciting and fun, we we want to get try and make it work. Um, that's something. Yeah, that's it's why we're all we're still doing the job. We we love it. Yeah, no no two productions are the same. If it, if they were, then it would get it would get boring quite quickly. Yeah, um, and yeah, certainly trying to trying to contain two thousand liters of liquid in a room that's carpeted um, is yeah is a bit of a headache. Yeah, that sounds quite traumatic actually. To be honest, um, I I love this attitude of not wanting to say no and trying to find a way to do things. And Dave, you mentioned as well about limited amount of space backstage, and I imagine that anyone that's involved in theatre would, would would often say that that more space backstage would be a really good thing to have. Um, but does that help you with you know finding ways of being more creative with the space that you've got? Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're still coming up with different room configurations. I mean, so so big school, one of our larger venues. We we, we obviously use end on with a stage, but we've done in the round, we've done traverse, uh, with thrust staging. Uh, we've we've had the whole room turfed with real grass uh, for um, Macbeth. Macbeth. <laughs> uh, we've had fake flagstone flooring for for Hamlet. Um, Charis so, of, of Fire, fire a, was yeah running track running track around the audience right, yeah from behind the audience so so definitely I think yeah we we do have to be creative with our space and some venues obviously have a fixed seating and a fixed stage and you don't have actually that that amount of flexibility that we have at the moment so yeah we we try and make the best with what we have and how do you go about you know beginning this whole building of 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 a of a stage production i mean you know how you know what what is the first step that you take when 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 you know what what the production's going to be and you're thinking right how how the heck do we pull all of this together in the space that we have uh so so hopefully the the director will give us a, a pretty good idea of what they'd like uh, so it's maybe a, a concept drawing our most recent production was 12th night the musical and we had a really really good concept from james hammond um, just hand drawn, but that's that's great. That's that's all really, we really need. And then the next step would be to then draw it in three D. Uh, we use uh, software called SketchUp. Um, we've got all of our venues uh, drawn to scale, and and that's great because you can draw your set, you can check it fits, you can see what materials you need, you can view the the set from any seat in the audience, check the sight lines. Um, so oh, so wow. really, once you you've got to that stage, it's 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 great uh, because we know what we're going to build will fit and work in the space. So tell me more about Twelfth Night then. I mean, how did that actually look? Yeah, it looked great. We had a, a, a flagstone piazza. We did reuse the flagstone from Hamlet, which is great. We try and reuse as much as possible. And we felt it had been long enough that people would have 
not necessarily remember recognize it <laughs> <laughs> so we had a, a piazza with um with buildings out the front and a huge bandstand and a this sort of city skyline towards the back and we, we don't have a very deep stage um so we tried to sort of force this perspective make make it look deep with the with the, with the city at the back uh, quite small on the the large bandstand and it, it was great having the, the actual band behind the cast was was really nice we haven't done that before um yeah it worked really well it's really good fun show yeah and alex tell me more about uh, how you go about capturing these different events that happen with photography i mean it sounds like during the event you 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 probably need many hats to be wearing and i'm not sure whether you capture photographs during the event or whether you whether you've got someone else to help you with that but how does that actually work then so with the major productions uh just because um i'm normally operating sound or some other doing something else fairly technical um, and I have a, a very sort of involved role with the production in that way um, I'm not normally photographing um, like the dress like taking the dress rehearsal photos the ones that you see in the school publications and stuff ah so let me just check then so the pictures that everyone sees that they're taken during the dress rehearsal that that sounds like a very smart time to take them yeah so th- the benefit of doing that and I've done some before uh, normally uh, photographers tend to be booked um, like quite far in advance and I don't normally know what role I'm going to have in the show until fairly close to the actual show date so it's it's I can't really say like oh yes I can I, I can photograph that dress rehearsal because I could be needed to do something completely different that takes mm. all of my brain power and abilities but yeah dress rehearsal photography um just means that um the show looks as it would when you see it on a night but it gives the photographer complete freedom to sometimes even get on the stage with the performers um, or get right down there, like uh, in a way that would be very intrusive if you had to do it in an actual show. I can imagine. So yeah, yeah. my involvement, my involvement tends to start with um, the promo shots that uh, what are used to advertise the um, the show. So the the kind of stuff you'd see on the pro- the program front cover and on the digital signage around the school or on the school website, social media. Uh, and then I also take the rehearsal photos as well, just because it saves getting a an out an external photographer in uh you know mm. when i'm here already and i'll bet the parents love seeing those, those those dress rehearsal pictures yeah yeah they do yeah they they really do and where do they usually see those i mean what what kind of publications do they end up being in so those photos end up being in um uh, a mixture of um the program and also in the celebration of Whitley of life publication which goes out every term and then you mentioned about video as well how does that work so yeah we, we film every production um uh, just for usually for for the cast to watch back but um we, we do all sorts of video work uh, so at the moment we're filming uh, for options evening so each department uh, do a short video as to why you would want to do their subject for GCSE or a level or ib uh, but we do we do um, marketing videos uh, sort of shots around the site um sort of music and drama montages to uh, sort of publicize lots of lots of concerts uh, it's not just um drama so um we went to the Croydon Minster recently um, to photograph a concert there um, with Fairfield Halls was another one. Um, we do all sorts of things. It's, it's, it's very varied. Lots of fun. So it strikes me then that there's lots going on in school, but there's also lots going on to do with the work that you do, but outside of school as well then. Uh, there's a fair amount. Um, in the end, there's, there's some annual events we, we try and get along to to, to film and support. Um, occasionally we need to do, do a bit of staging elsewhere. Um, yeah, Croydon Minster is a, um, a fairly good example of that. But some of the some of the more sort of um, imaginative concerts that Justin Miller, the uh, director of choral music, wants to put on, uh, there isn't really the infrastructure. 
uh, in such a old building like that um, to to do these you know tiered staging uh, choir uh, choir uh, setups. So yeah, it's it's often the case that we're taking lo- uh, quite a fair amount of staging down to the uh, down to the minister yeah, and building and additional it. Additional lighting as well. And additional lighting. Um, it's a very dingy old yeah. building, which which isn't great for photography. Uh, so so yeah, it's often requires a bit of thought. It strikes me then, with all of this going on, what are the opportunities for some of the students at school to get involved in this? So yeah, we, we run a backstage club every Wednesday uh, where we, we like to, to show them all sorts of backstage skills. So um, we might set up a PA system, we might set up a small, get them to set up a lighting rig and um, patch it, test it, uh, maybe plot some cues, show them the whole process of uh, putting on a production from the design all the way through to the to set. It's, it's quite exciting for them when we've got an upcoming show where we can show them around the set get them involved and and yeah and, and we try and get them involved as much as possible uh for the productions so we've we've got got a few students who um learned a huge amount and and have opt lighting and and sound for shows we well recently had a, had a couple of students um do the uh live live camera and vision mixing b- between two of them which is fairly hard work for the first time as well yeah on the, the, uh, the school's concert. charity concert which is you know it's, it's it's great for these kids to just be able to jump straight in at the deep end and do be given quite a, a fairly large responsibility of something that's literally going out in front of you know 600 people so is that like switching between cameras live while people are watching it then yes, yeah 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 um and also choosing like and picking shots um because yeah we don't like to have uh you know just two fixed shots so you've got one guy up in cameras and moving in between shots and then uh the uh the vision mixer like also having a comms line to him and telling him what shots he wants or when he's going to change camera so not to move the other one um yeah it's fairly complex and these kids have just taken to it like a duck to water and it's, it's been fantastic yeah, it's, it's really rewarding for us as well we've had some students in the past who've gone on to uh, to do this as their careers there's a, a couple of ex uh Whitgiftians who uh, run a company called party doctors uh, they they put on events and we've actually used them a couple of times another one of our colleagues who to our ex-colleagues, next student was an ex-student, Henry Parrott. So he's he's worked in West End. So yeah, all because they they enjoyed working, uh, helping us out backstage. So it's it's nice to know that we do make a difference. Uh, some students as well. Dave, that's really good to hear because often you hear about students that are you know, you know uh, very prominent on stage. They like taking the lead roles in school productions, and then they go on. They do this at university and end up appearing in shows uh, in in the West End. But actually, what you're talking about here is people working backstage and then going on because of what they've learned at school because of that inspiration they've received from what from from your department really is that they end up working in that in the career oh it's it's great yeah it's it's really nice because i've seen some of these um these lads grow up go the whole way through school work on productions with us and then to then come back and provide their services to us so we we have a, a couple of them build the staging for um our summer arts festival and that's that's great they're, they're constantly saying you know we enjoyed doing it at school so much you know it's it's rewarding it all comes from that enjoyment doesn't it um and just thinking how i got into uh you know working on productions and stuff it was because it was it was because it was fun and uh fun mixed with the right amount of responsibility as well feeling like you're actually making a difference uh that sort of plants the seed to want to do this more and more and then you you want to learn different things and um yeah eventually yeah i mean certainly yeah productions were one of my fondest memories from school um uh, it's, it's no coincidence i'm still working on them now which school did you go to dave 
Oh, so I went to uh, Wheatley Park near Oxford. So yeah, no Nick Croydon. Okay, and and what was one of your favourite productions when you were at school then? Oh wow, um, probably Little Shop of Horrors, and it was yeah, it was really weird doing it again here. Wow, gosh, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll bet it was. Alex, can you remember any of yours from school? Yeah, uh, Guys and Dolls, I think was my favourite. Um, okay, but I remember doing We Will Rock You, Importance of Being Ernest, um, Bugsy Malone. And it was, yeah, it, I think, yeah, Bugsy Malone was my first one at school. And that was that was where the sort of fun element was was um, sewn with me, where just because uh, we had the the splurge cannons. I don't know mm-hmm. if you're familiar with the Bugsy Malone story, but yeah, um, they're basically just, you know, like something that fired out what was basically shaving foam or something. But it was the fact that um, we weren't allowed to use them. Only the cast could use them as backstage crew, but I I was in charge of making sure they were all on the table. And it's such a minor, you know, responsibility, but it was my it was my little job to just make sure all all the splurge cannons were accounted for. I couldn't fire them, but I had to, you know, handle them and everything. I was I was I was really proud of that. I was really happy that I had some kind of effect on making sure that things ran smoothly. No, oh, it's right to be proud of that, for sure. Absolutely. And Alex, you've mentioned fun twice. I mean, how, how I mean, clearly you, you feel like having fun is an important aspect of, of what happens in school there. But how do you get that balance right between fun and also making the production as the best that it can possibly be? Well, that's a trick. Yeah, it's, it's not all fun, obviously. Um, part of the problem with with our role is we, we come to the production very late. We're, we're there at the, the initial design stage, um, but actually the bulk of the, the hard work is probably in the last couple of weeks. Uh, so it's very intense, uh, long, long days and weekends. The, the finished outcome is fun and working on the shows is fun, but yeah, certainly it's hard work and it's it's often quite stressful because we're trying to you know, balance set building and lighting, rigging, focusing mm. With, mm. with classroom AV and and video requirements elsewhere. Uh, so yeah, it, it is stressful. Well, we do everything from the tiered seating building all the way through to the, the set. The the fun comes from it being different from production to production and also having the right people around you. You know, if you've got um, a team that you can have a laugh with um, and that where everybody just sort of gels and gets each other, that makes a big difference in terms of the sort of enjoyability. Yeah, yeah. It would it'd be miserable if we all hated each other and were having to work, <laughs> you know, seven days a week for three weeks. Yeah. Um, together so what's coming up next then uh well the next next thing is um animal farm uh, in the pac and again it's the, it's the same frustration that we can't get in there we'd love to be in there right now uh, but, but we obviously the being a school there's the fifth form mocks going on which are obviously equally as important well more important probably <laughs> sorry so so yeah we've, we've drawn the set uh, we managed to re-rig the the lighting um before the start of term uh, so we're just sort of itching to get in there now uh, next week. So Monday we're building the tiered seating. We're doing another a slightly different layout again. We're going for an amphitheatre arrangement. Um, and this this production's uh, directed by a student, which is a great opportunity for students. It's the second time we've done that. So, yeah, we're looking forward to working with, with, with someone new again. And what's that like when you're working with a student who's directing it? I mean, because I, I imagine that they're learning at the same time but you're taking directions from them. So, you know, how, how does that work in terms of getting the best possible production, but at the same time providing that as an opportunity for them to learn? Yeah, so we, we try and give them quite a lot of guidance um, and examples of what we've done before. Uh, I think James Hammond has provided some documents as to, to what we would like to know in terms of what the set looks like. Uh, what, what, you know, we don't want lighting notes, we just say normal 
yellow lighting. I mean, we hate that. We find it so tedious. We want so we, we try give guidance as to what we expect and what we'd like to know, and and give them as, try and give them as much freedom as possible. You know, it's a, it's a proper show with a a budget and a paying audience. So yeah, we obviously we we try and guide them, but but really that they're in charge. And yeah, yeah, and a, a clear a clear vision with that freedom is probably the most valuable thing to us uh, that we could receive from a student director. Um, if if they've got an idea, um, we can normally if it's not you know if it's not physically impossible we can normally make it happen um so yeah a clear vision and if, if they if they've got a plan in place for what they'd like we can normally facilitate that for we, them yeah we, we'd much rather someone comes up with something crazy and then we'll rein them in rather yeah. than playing it safe hmm. you know no, yeah uh, i was yeah. all very ready to say no to to several thousand liters of gunge and then i found a gunge supplier and i thought actually you know what might be a bit fun, <laughs> a bit different, and uh, yeah, and we kind, we made kind it of goes back to what you're saying earlier that you don't like to say no. You like to find a way to do something. Well, yeah, yeah. we like to keep our, our lives interesting as well. Awesome. So, Animal Farm. When do we expect to see that then? So it's on the seventh, eighth, ninth of February in the Performing Arts Centre. Seventh, eighth, and ninth of February. Amazing. So, Animal Farm. That sounds like an exciting one. Uh, one to look forward to there for sure. Um, we need to bring this to a close, but uh, Dave and Alex, so I just want to say thank you for being here. It's great to find out more about what happens backstage. We often hear about what happens on the stage itself, but finding out what happens backstage is, for me, just as exciting, and I'm sure it is for the audience listening to this too. So thank you both for your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks very much. Thank you very much. That's it for this episode. We appreciate you being here. For more information, please do get in touch through the website, witgift.co.uk. But in the meantime, thank you for listening. Bye for now.